What's up, everybody? It's Jeffrey Lyles. You're listening to Lyles Movie Files. Joining me is the whole crew. What up, Chief? What's going on, Jeff? How you doing? What's up, crew? Big Gun, what's up with you? What's good, man? We're good, man. Everything's great. And Jason, Javon, you guys are hanging out together. What's up with y'all? Uh, we're doing good. We're doing good. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, everything, everybody. Happy Festivals. We love y'all. For the rest of us. That's right. We're going to jump right into the big thing for this week. The Arrowverse had its annual crossover. This time it was Elseworlds. For those of you unfamiliar with the the theme of Elseworlds, it's basically DC's take on what if. And some of the what if stories we've seen in Marvel are what if Spider-Man joined the Fantastic Four? What if Captain America was never discovered by the Avengers? What if Magneto took over the leadership of the X-Men? Stuff like that, where it's those kind of things where they went right in the comic and then they decide for these imaginary stories to go left. So the basis of a lot of these Elseworlds stories have been tweaking just a little bit of things to make these really cool concepts. One of which we're kind of seeing played out in Supergirl right now, where we have the Supergirl Red Daughter story in the comic books. That was an Elseworlds story featuring Superman. And the whole concept was, what if Superman landed in Russia instead of Kansas? So we've got different things in, in those Elseworlds, and I really enjoyed some of them. Um, they've been really good, fun stories, just because the creators can can take so many different directions with them. So for the Arrowverse story, they decided to take a few bits of everything, like they normally do, to create this big crossover. They shelved Legends, kept them on the bench. Uh, if you watch Legends, you saw that they just decided to sit this one out. Um, because they got some messages from Barry, Kara, and Oliver. It's like, nah, it must be the annual crossover. Um, but in this one, it was more than enough for everybody to do. Barry and Oliver woke up to find themselves in different bodies, uh, meaning everyone thought they were the other hero. So Oliver was with Iris, and Felicity was with, uh, what's the guy who leads that show, Green Arrow? Uh, yeah, this time it was The Flash. So it was a fun crossover. It had lots of Easter eggs. Uh, the Monitor was testing them for a big threat, which if you're into comic books, you got excited at the thought of what that test could possibly be. And then they ended it with the big reveal that, yes, they are indeed going to do a Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover. If you've read my website, LylesMovieFiles.com, you know that I have been clamoring for a Arrowverse cross crisis crossover since Superman entered the fray. So this is something that I'm really excited about. And if they actually do it right, it can be amazing and like better than a DC movie because they've got four hours at least to play around with it instead of two. So lots of possibilities from that. I'm not going to get too far into that, but I wanted to talk to you guys about Elseworlds and just get your take on what you thought about this big crossover. Superman showed up. Martian Manhunter showed up. Batwoman made her big debut. We saw a 90s Flash. We saw Gary. We saw a whole bunch of stuff and some really exciting developments coming forward. So Gunner, let me start with you. What did you think about the Elseworlds crossover in general? Uh thought it was i mean i was excited about it 
I was, a, you know, as usual, slightly worried that they'd do something. But in three episodes versus four, I mean, it was hard to screw it up. I mean, they only did three shows, you know, th- showrunners, show, show leads, and then threw in another one who's supposed to be coming soon, Batwoman. So, I mean, I thought everything came together perfectly. I mean, I was just completely not disappointed. It was, I, I, I mean, it was like literally everything I thought it was. A monitor was the monitor, just you know, like straight up series. Like, nah, this is what I'm doing. This is what's happening. <laughs> Handle it. <laughs> I loved it. It was perfect. That's exactly what is supposed to happen. Um, everyone was true to character for once. Everyone was true to their uh, supposed character, actually, which was a good play on things. Um, it was like this crossover could have happened in season, well, season two or three of season two or three of Arrow and season one of, of Flash, whenever all that happened. And then, I mean, it really could have happened back then. It just, it just reminded me of why we like the CW shows versus all the flaws that we always talk about. It, like, I mean, they even put all, all the, all those flaws, including Felicity in the back burner for once and really just stuck with the storyline. Instead of all these side stories and this and that, Felicity crashing weddings and stuff like that. So I'm just, I'm, I'm very, I was very impressed. Um, and I don't know if I can have been able to say that um, about the, the main CW, the first uh, CW shows. I've been saying that about Black Lightning, of course, but the first three, you know what I mean? Like, I haven't been able to say that in a while. This crossover was really amazing. Good deal. All right, Chief, what do you think about it? Uh, I thought it was cool. Um, it uh, it was it was decent. I mean, I, I don't know if I was in love with it uh, the way my man Gunner was, but I mean, I I, I enjoyed it. I, it was the first time I watched an hour episode, so um, I had to watch it to continue the uh, the crossover. Um, you know, I what the what's what's going on like. They totally eliminated Superman now from uh from the series, I guess. He's gone to Argos for him and Lois to, to have the baby. I mean that that seemed like I don't know. Like he came back for what? A day or two? And then uh I thought I thought it was gonna be I thought they were gonna I thought they were gonna go the direction where the Superman's gonna make some more appearances in this in this universe so far, but uh uh, I don't know. What happened to Flash? The, the Flash's daughter. Where, where was she? I, what I don't an know excellent if I question, that. Chief. That's an excellent question. I have a laundry I, list of I, questions, I, so I want to hear what you guys think I, about this before I start going into them. But yes, that is a good one. Okay. So I was looking for. I was like, because I was like, yo, am I? I couldn't figure out if I was watching something from before or watching something now. But the elongated man was there, so I was like, well, it's got to be now. Um, so there was just some things that just kind of seemed like, I don't know, they were out of place, uh, or some things like they forgot about or maybe some things that just weren't in the budget. Um, like I didn't even know Superman had left to go to find Krypton. Did, did we know that? 
Yeah, they mentioned it um, in one of those episodes of Supergirl. I think maybe the first one of this season because they're making such a big deal that Supergirl was doing more than just sticking to her home city and saving the day. Okay. Um, I don't know. Just see now. So now Superman quit. I don't, you know. He's like, yeah, I'm taking a vacation from all this to have the baby. I'm like, oh, okay. Um... Elongated man, uh, is, is, is Arrow, I, nah, I don't watch Arrow. Is Arrow used to getting knocked out with one punch? <laughs> I was uh, not often, actually. Not not so much. Okay. He's actually one of the okay. best fighters in the universe, despite supposedly. Do you, have, you guys ever out. wonder why, like, as I was watching Flash train, how come Flash doesn't do any training hand to hand. Like that to me that would make sense. Like I'm like, well I said, you know, arrow trains. I said, why doesn't the flash do any hand to hand combat? He probably would come out better if he learned how to fight a little bit. Um because they're always like whenever they take his powers, he's always getting whooped. I'm like, you might want to learn some some basic moves or something. But anyway, um it was decent. I um, I enjoyed, you know Lois Lane, the new Lois Lane, and I just found out like a couple of days before this crossover event came out that she was actually pregnant in real life. So I oh. guess they just incorporated that. Yeah, she's uh, they actually she's uh, you know she married the dude from Grimm. Oh no, I didn't know that. So, yeah, so the dude from Grimm, which she was in with, uh, you know, they did that. Uh, she was this girl in Grimm. They actually uh, hooked up and got married. And uh, they're expecting their first child in the next coming. So I guess they incorporated incorporated that into the storyline, her, her pregnancy. Um, so, uh, but, yeah, all in all, I mean, you know, Gunner, it was, it was good. I mean, I, it wasn't... It wasn't uh, it wasn't lost TV, and like I said, here we are at the mid, the midpoint in the season, and you're still able to watch Supergirl. So, mm-hmm. um, I just hope they keep, you know, I keep, I hope they keep it going to, uh, to the, to the, you know, just at least uh, you don't have to rise up, just, just to the standard where it's at now. You don't have to reinvent the wheel with it. Just right now, it's fine. Just keep it to this standard. Mm-hmm. And I'll keep moving forward with the show. You know what I mean. Um, hopefully, when they come back from this break, they won't they won't take a downward turn. So yeah, it was it was pretty interesting. I guess it's, you know they they're talking about some big setup for next year. But uh, like I said, I, I didn't you know this 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 crossover wasn't bad. Um, kept you entertained. Um, I don't know if it explained enough for me. Um, it kind of I, I thought the whole thing was kind of. Uh, it kept you in the dark the whole time, even afterwards. Uh, but, you know, uh, like I said, um, it was fairly good. It was fairly decent. Uh, you know, they weren't on stage singing, so. <laughs> yeah, thank I'm God. Be behind oh, that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was so. just regular. Like, it wasn't doing stupid over-the-top stuff. In fact, they even added, like, a whole bunch of, like, like, um, Easter eggs, man. If you were paying attention and you, you know what I mean, you were down, like, I mean, shoot, the Shakespeare bust? I mean, come on. That was, that was like, okay. Okay, you got to think about that one. 
<laughs> it was funny that you mentioned that because Dwayne didn't catch that until I mentioned it to him because I was, I think I caught all of them. Um, he said he was watching on his iPad, so he didn't get to see all the little details. And it was mm. like, I kind of appreciated it. But at some points, it kind of felt like they were, hey, comic book geeks, look at this. Check this out. This is just for you. So, yeah, I'll go on there later. But, yeah, they had a bunch of those. I was down with them all. I mean, seriously. I was like, okay, that's cool. Because, <laughs> I mean, think about the last crossover. I mean, they really kind of didn't really do well with that one. It made it too much. Uh, it's like they're trying to find that balance of like, got to keep our TV audience, got to keep our comic book audience, got to keep our TV audience. I think they they may have actually done it correctly this time. Both the balance. Okay. That's yeah. All right, Jace, what do you think about it? Okay. So I liked, I mean, there was a thousand little Easter eggs. I didn't think, I mean, I know you said it uh, originally, like they, I know they, they made like Batwoman look like she was going to be like this focal point or something, but she wasn't. And it was like, it now looks more like it's a setup for Crisis more than setting up maybe even for a TV show, like, or just some guest appearances on Arrow, which I'm okay. So, I mean, like, get rid of some of the Arrow cast. I'm, I'm a happy camper. The uh, I did not like the whole writing out um, of Superman and Lois. We, we've only seen them in four episodes in four seasons. Uh, I didn't really get why we needed to do that unless you're doing a major massive reset with crisis kind of like you said in a couple podcasts ago it was like dc just needs to go straight crisis and take all of it down uh down to the frame and especially having john wesley ship almost seems like they might be thinking about that like at least let's clean up the tv universe and make it just so there's one universe so black lightning's not in some vacuum for some asinine reason uh kara all you have to do is just ship shift a little thing where the DEO is useless as they are, operates out of national city, which gosh knows where that is, but you make it up to something. Uh, Superman's pod, I mean, the original superhero is actually Superman and Kara, and Flash is the second wave of meta. Batman exists, because, I mean, Kara was dropping enough hints that, hey, I know, yeah, he's kind of a dick on uh, our Earth, too, but, you know, I'm not, I don't want to say anything. Hint, hint, wink, 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 I know you are. But I mean, other I mean, but in totality, I mean, I really liked the, sh- uh, the crossover. I didn't understand kind of where the Supergirl characters came in uh, perfectly, but I, I liked everybody else's like kind of alt world portrayal. I, 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 Jeff, did you mention like uh, your, your your critique? I'm, about, I'm still working on my list. I'm working on my list right now. So I'm okay, go in. I, I, I don't want to take because we, we 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 talked a little offline. Uh, and I think you're going to get some uh, correct things that uh, need to be assessed on that uh, pot, I mean, uh, show because it actually helped even me see something that I had not seen. It was like kind of a broken glass. It's like, oh, it, that doesn't make sense. So I think I'll, I'll jump in a little more when, when you talk about that. But all in all, excited about Crisis. Uh, I, I mean, just seeing, even seeing just a psycho pirate with the mask on was like, wait a minute, we got Monitor and Psycho Pirate? They're going crisis. And then we saw him at the end, in straight up, like, his the Red Hood and the mask. I was just like, and the Medusa mask, I was just like, yeah, we're bringing crisis to D.C. And as I said uh, a couple weeks ago, 
blame this all on Nora. She's accelerated the timeline for five years, and now it's all her fault. She killed her sister off, and it's all her fault. But I'm going to enjoy it. So that was my take. Ah, okay, great. Okay, so you guys have, have praised this crisis this crossover i'm already jumping ahead to next year with the crisis crossover but i i enjoyed it i had a couple of problems a couple problems a couple questions not all of them are problems um one huge one that i've noticed over the last few crossovers is they will build up a supporting character in flash and arrow and no shoot and uh supergirl and then completely sideline them from the big, hey, everybody's here. So we've seen that already with, with Kid Flash in the season before the wedding. And even in the wedding one with the Nazis, he didn't really do much outside of that one scene and show off his cool hair. Um, John was Green Arrow and the crossover wrapped things up. So he was not Green Arrow. Um, and Ralph last year didn't do anything despite being the main focus of everything going on in flash world and this year it's the same deal nora has been the focal point of every episode and there was not even a mention of her jace tried to cover it and say well maybe she was still in the future having a really 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 long conversation with thon but i'm like why would no one even mention that and I think it would have been more fun to have Oliver play out the fact that Barry has a kid that he didn't tell him about. And is like, what is going on? How are you somebody's dad? You know, I think that would have been fun. And that was something they kind of missed out on. Um, yeah, so I'll go more into this later. But I had a real weird problem with how they treated Iris in particular in this crossover. And even... I can't believe I'm saying this, Felicity, to a smaller degree. Um, Felicity has always been like this main intelligence hub for everything that goes on in these crossovers. And I was glad that they didn't let her beta max her way through solving every problem. But it seemed weird where the whole focus is on Oliver and Flash, that their romantic counterparts are sidelined so long in this story where it's like, okay, here's one episode with Iris. Here's one episode with Felicity. And like the weirdest thing was Caitlin's talking to Felicity about being with her, you know, like, Hey, Felicity, Oliver really loves you. And I know I've seen the look of real love. And it's like, Caitlin hasn't been with a dude in a real relationship since Ronnie. How is she giving out romantic advice? That was a scene that they should have had Iris and Felicity talking. And, and maybe they don't have, Iris do anything else but it was just really weird that they have the one person that's never in any relationship talking to Felicity about relationships and it was just weird how the whole crossover was so Caitlin Killer Frost focused when she's not even that big a deal on the flash like she has a subplot but it's like ah, okay maybe you can be Killer Frost but it's so weird um the line that Lois said about equal pay or I don't get paid the same amount as you, that's BS because there's no way Perry White is not going to have his star reporter pay the most money. Now, you could say that maybe with another journalist in this Arrowverse who's not the biggest deal reporter. I'm trying to think. Um, I feel like there's a few more reporters, um, not Kara because Lena is the boss. 
So Lena would make sure that she got paid the same amount as anybody else. So we're going to scratch her off the list. Are there any other journalists that maybe um, Iris? That's right. She's a journalist. If Iris were to make that statement, I'd buy it. But not Lois Lane, who's like the superstar. Iris is a blogger. Whoa. Iris is a blogger. Is she getting paid by the Bugle or whatever the hell? She was still a journalist. I mean, that's the whole thing. Iris is real sketchy. But we're talking about pay. You get what I'm saying? Like, is it a well, call picked should, up by the Lois newspaper? I don't know. But yeah. I get what your point. No, Lois yeah. is usually the – I mean, Lois started before him. But that could be just a case in point for their point, actually. Yeah, their the whole point. Well, I mean, but there's no oh, way that that would happen. I mean, because Perry considers her his best reporter. He's in charge of the pay. There's no way he's not letting Lois get paid the most of anybody. I mean, that's, that's, that's like – that is like no, – Huh? I don't know, dog. I'm in the real world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm staffing, and I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> I'm like, mm. but we're talking about a world with Superman flying around. I bet Perry White's paying Lois because Lois has never been written as a as a passive character who would sit around and work for a company where she's not the highest paid since she's always been established as the best reporter in the DC universe, man or or woman. So she could just go wherever she wants. Are you not going to pay me? I'll go to Lex Luthor's magazine and form my own thing. So I, I thought that I'm was gonna, really. I'm going to throw up my feminism flag here and just say, dog, trust me on this one. It really could still be possible, even in that crazy world. Because think about it. Why did Cat Grant leave? Uh, in the comics, and why did the Cat Grant leave? She was like, fuck this. I'm doing my own thing. That's why Cat she Grant, did her own thing. Cat Grant was tired of being the gossip columnist, so she wanted to do her own thing. But, I still rest my case here. <laughs> I rest my case. Yeah. She's like, look, I ain't getting the, I'm getting, I ain't I getting the flow here, and I'm covering that. the same people. I'm covering the same super stuff. <laughs> I ain't getting I, my I, flow. This is crap. I think she was a poor example for the point they were trying to awkwardly make, as usual. I guess. Um, I mean, there, there are tons of other characters they could have used that for anything. Even Felicity complaining about that would work because she's not really an employee of the Argus. But yeah, let's move on to another part. Now, here was something that was kind of interesting. I really liked how they actually started slowly making Deegan, Dr. Destiny from the comic books, right down to the final scene where he gets a skull face, which I did not understand why, but I liked it. And I just needed him to put on a little hood to complete the look. But I thought that was a really cool twist. I had no idea why the monitor was like, eh, you, you're the guy I'm going to give this book of magic to. And I'll let you control everything. And, hey, you messed up, but I'm going to give you one more chance because you're such a cool guy. I didn't get that at all. Um, and it worked, you know, for the sense. I, I think, you know, in hindsight, maybe him having dreams about these guys doing this kind of stuff and Monitor making his dreams come reality would have been a better twist that kind of plays more into the character and explains why this random dude gets chosen to be the tester for these guys that was that was whatever i love the smallville um reference with the Rim mm. zero song playing when they when they went to to the kent farm that was cool i love that kind of stuff and i think they should do more of those kind of references where it's like ah yeah that's cool acknowledge your past on that same token i love tyler hoshland i think he's such a good superman he just needs to go to the to the DW Arrowverse cafeteria, pack on maybe 25 more pounds of muscle, and he would have it all down. <laughs> like, 
seriously. I mean, when they, they made a joke about Stephen Mel puffing up his chest, I don't really think he needed to next to him. But uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. I, I thought throwing in Amazo was cool, but Amazo always brings the problem of how would you stop Amazo? Uh, let's bring Superman and Supergirl over to stop him. Maybe not the best no. idea because he can absorb right. It's like, um, uh, why don't we just send Green Arrow after him? There's no powers for him to capture from that point. And all right now, all he has is Killer Frost and Rouse powers. I bet Green Arrow could beat them. Yeah, so that was that was a little funny, a little funky. Um, and then they had Brainiac Five beat him off camera, which I had so many questions about because Brainiac Five sucks in terms of Smallville or in terms of Supergirl. So I can't imagine how he would have beaten Amazo. Um. I thought they missed out on another chance with Dr. D when Superman flew down in this other take on Earth and he was in the black and silver. I wrote because I assumed that's where they were going, that that was the injustice Superman. And I think that could have been fun because, hey, this is a Superman who's mad because Lois, his wife, died and he's taking over everything. Mm -hmm. I thought it was really weird how they treated the Deegan Superman. The kids saw him flying and were excited. And then the next thing, everybody's panicking and freaking out because Superman's opening up a book. I mean, why would they care? It's Superman. They're like, hey, what's Superman doing? I think people would be more curious than running in terror. Oh, no, it's Superman. I thought that was really weird because he wasn't doing anything to people. It wasn't like he was knocking over anybody or punching out buildings. He was opening a book. And then I thought they got oh, a little dude. bit too cute with what? what? I don't care who it is. If, if, like, who's your hero? Like, okay, like, Barack Obama opened up a Hold on, hold on. Barack Obama opened up a book and it's just like wizardry coming out and changing crap. I'm going to freak out too. Like, I don't want to get changed. This is weird. Oh, oh no, man. man. That one, that one, I can't let you go. I can't let you go with that one, man. Like, okay. That's just weird. That's weird. Like, right. like, seriously weird. How are you, like, just holding a book and just changing stuff? That's weird. They're freaking, freaking out. out. They were acting like he was the main villain of a crossover at that point. Oh, uh, fine. Okay. So uh, I was not motivated on a Batwoman TV series after her 20 minutes in this three-day or three-hour crossover. Uh, Ruby Rose is cool. I think she can play the role just fine. But it's not like the CW Arrowverse is lacking for cool kicktail women who have a bad attitude snarl and make jokes i mean if you want that all you have to do is watch legends the and because sarah's a, a bisexual so she's kissing up on chicks the same way that batwoman would do so there's not really anything different between those two characters um we've had huntress we've had uh dinah who's also in black leather and has a superpower I just don't see what they're going to do to make that woman stand out and be unique compared to the other uh, vigilantes we've seen already. Oh, uh, let's see. And the Killer Frost versus Nora Freeze fight. It was so weird that Killer Frost is able to take down Cicada, but somebody shoots a, a blast of ice at her and she's stopped dead in her tracks. That was crazy because I figure if anything else, she just absorbed the cold and throw it back at Nora. Uh, but that did lead to the really cool fight where Oliver saw Merlin and Barry saw Thawne. That was that, that was probably my favorite fight of the whole deal. Like those guys going back and forth. That was that was really cool. Like that a lot. Um, 
So we mentioned all the stuff with Deegan, and I keep coming back to this guy because they threw a lot on him to do stuff, and he wasn't making a lot of sense to me. Like, if he's on Earth-1, like most of these guys, why, how did he know of Superman? How did he know of Supergirl? And how would he know about Alex and James to bring into his new reality? And why would he decide... Alex should be gay still. Okay, Jeff. Like, he was using, um, gosh, what was it? He was using, like, the memories from Supergirl because she was on that earth. So he actually looked at right. the mind of everybody there. So he's like, oh, okay, I don't know who this James is, but I know who this Superman is, and he's stronger than you. See, he knocked her down, like, two minutes later. Uh, Wait, I that's that, not I, true. Supergirl is stronger than oh, Superman. Oh, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. You, you just, you're, just, you're just making malarkey, okay? Just, 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 let's up. Like, so we know Superman, Superman, no, 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 no. Superman is the strongest being in the universe, and that is just what it is. Uh, the Supergirl is some freak alien. I can get rewrite her. Alex is somebody who's never been in this, but I kind of understand she's a whatever. That's her sister, so I'm going to make her hate her. I don't really care about the real heavy details. And James is a, a Superman something, so I'm going to make him a tough guy who hates Superman. So that's okay, how question. Why, why did Mondo not show up in? Like, if he's able to see in Supergirl's mind, why wouldn't he use somebody who has a deep, close, personal connection to her? Because it's a torture. Well, is not in. back in the future. Like, exactly. why? Would you have to have, you, you that makes sense to me. So, Super, why wasn't Agent Liberty there? Because they doesn't give a crap about Agent Liberty. He's he's why, a super. Why wouldn't like, Agent never Liberty been on be Earth one? Because he's never been on Earth once. Neither is James. Neither is Alex. I mean, it was just weird. If I mean, Alex has. Sorry, Alex has. James, James has yeah, it. James has it. So <laughs> it was. It was crazy. So I, I just okay, didn't understand how everything. he was floating his logic. You can't put everything that's ever been in that universe into this crossover if you want to do Crisis next year. So you leave some stuff out. Like uh, you want to bring, you want to bring, the, you want to bring next year, next year you want to bring the Legion in. Fine, no problem. Like there's only like three of them anyway, so no problem. Like right. you can't bring everybody into this cross. Like you can't bring every villain in there. But you got like oh, the no, main no, no. bad guys, which was. I cool. don't want every bad guy. I'm just saying that if he's taking certain elements from Supergirl's mind, it would make sense for the last big heartache that she had Monel to show up and the last guy who's been like this big thorn in her side uh in agent liberty or even manchester black or you have like one of the world killers you have sam show up i don't know i'm just like eh. if you're gonna go well, through her, her head i mean honestly i got an easier simpler situation i got an easier answer though isn't the book of destiny just all about the the, the multiverse period this dude literally said, I see everything. Let's go back a little bit more. The monitor took the book back from um um ninety flash and went to our went to Earth One and gave him the same book. So my thought process is he sees literally everything and fixes it. And this is why Superman can fix this world because he can see it too. And has the will and all that. Like the Superman Whatever. was able to do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And my last. That's two my points. point. Okay. My last two points, because because my last one is a super long one, and I'm sure you're all going to have all kinds of issues with it. Uh, it looks like one Oliver Queen equals one Supergirl and one Barry Allen Flash. Uh, if he's going to make good on this sacrifice to balance the scales, 
with Supergirl and Flash dying. And I thought that was really interesting because those are two of the big characters who actually die in the Crisis comic book story. And I'm curious what they're going to do because uh, assuming Crisis is going, to, is going to take place around this time next year, you can't really kill off Oliver uh, because you still got the back half of next season of Arrow. And what else could you do? Because somebody's got to die. And I feel like they've got to kill off some of these numerous supporting characters because God, I hope it's like all of the, the legends. Die. All the legends. I mean, you got to keep some of them around. And that, you know, you got to keep them around and you got to keep some of them at least. Some of them. You have to keep the legends of tomorrow around. Well, people like that show, man. Some people. Ooh. Kill off Adam real quick. Can kill off. They already killed off Firestorm two different ways. Yeah, I mean, you know, they gotta get rid of Black Dude. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, maybe Kid Flash, like in the. Well, they uh, they, like they sent the other Black guy running off. I mean, you could kill off uh, Adam and put him in the Superman costume to lose one Superman. So that would be fun. I'm really excited about what they could do with Crisis. All right, so my last thought and last one that was a huge issue was how much coddling of Supergirl went on in that absolute last hour of Crisis. Of jeez, why do I keep calling it Crisis? Of Elseworlds. Superman has to go and tell her, you know, you're so much stronger than me, Kara. And I'm like, did you watch the episode? Because what I watched was you opening the Book of Destiny, fixing what Doctor D he had screwed up fighting all of his goons and giving going toe to toe with him. Supergirl took a blast of heat vision and then raced around the world. I mean, what did she do that was so much stronger than what Superman was doing? And um, he's like, yeah, I got to leave the earth, but it's in such great hands with you. I mean, you know, we probably don't even need me because you're here. And it's just like, you never see, you never see the reverse. Like you never see um, somebody else pumping up uh, Martian Manhunter like that. I mean, you know, I'll give the romantic partners a, a, a shot here, but Caitlin doesn't go, Barry. You're so intelligent and smart. You're so fast, and you're just you're 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 so good at what you do. But man, with Supergirl, it is like she constantly needs to be pumped up and tell yeah. how great and how special she is as a superhero. But wait, okay, Jeff. Yeah. Um, like, don't, they did that with, and, and no, actually it was Alani last week. They did that with Caitlin. It was like, instead of actually yep. doing what they needed to, they're like, oh my gosh, Caitlin, you brought Keller Frost back. Oh, it's so good to see her. We don't care about the guy who's going to kill us, but we need to pump you up. Oh, girl, you go ahead. And, that's 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 actually. I mean, it's it's there. I mean, like I mean, like we we passed around an article yesterday, and it was literally like the white females one that need to be told they're special, they're great, and they have done no wrong, no matter what they've done. And it's like nuke the city, nuke the city. I mean, it's like you nuke the city. Oh, don't worry, you save Star City. What? Like, this, has no one decided to come and, like, arrest this woman? Like, hey, you nuked a damn city. Like, there's got to be a consequence. No, no, no. That was our fault for not stopping them fast enough. Don't worry yeah. about those people that are dead. We'll clean that super fun side up, no problem. Like, no, it would have been cool if it, if uh, Agent Watson came for Felicity for nuking a city as opposed to Oliver for trying to save the city as Green Arrow. I mean, I well, can't imagine Green Arrow's body count is the same as Felicity's. 
but Green Arrow, like, this dude is small potatoes. Like, wh- if we're going to care about something, why don't we care about somebody figuring out how to stop Flash? Like, why don't we come up with the DEO to stop Flash? Like, hell, we actually had the Dominators come in last year saying, I mean, in three, two years ago, hey, this Barry Allen guy rewrote, rewrote reality. You should figure out how to stop him. But, no, we, we need to, I mean, he, no one, I mean, everyone, Barry, you make mistakes. Good good job. But, Caitlin, we know you you and uh, Savvy Talk killed some people. But don't worry about that, girl. You you about to put, you know, make Savitar a god. It's okay. Killer Frost is awesome. <laughs> You know my worst. You know the worst, and, and maybe it's the worst after Felicity. But how they're trying to make Dinah be cool with Laurel this season, even though Laurel killed her boyfriend Vince, and it's like, like, oh, it's all good. You're you're trying to be a better person. It's cool. Like seriously. Come now that on, one's man. like that soap opera thing. That was no. that soap opera thing that I kind of looked at just because. I mean, you know, if you've ever watched any soap operas, like from two years ago to like now like oh you are hiding i'm just thinking of a very old one sorry for people that actually do know this one um young and the restless like this dude was hiding at a damn wall at one point stalking this chick next thing and then like i stopped watching for like three years come back she's marrying a dude i'm like wait 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 what, what? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense like her actual husband killed was killed off and he went crazy so then now this dude's like the great guy like, I feel like they're doing that almost to that extreme in a way with the Dinah Laurel thing. Because I'm like, there's no way. No uh, way. There's just no way. I would be screaming in your ear every chance I get. Any time, I'm like, yo, I'm about to kill this kid. Right. That one, that one kills me. Once Diaz is done, I'm going backwards. I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Now that Diaz is in custody, your tail is grass. I don't know when I'm doing it, but I'm a police captain now, so I can be a little dirtier. And then I can kill you. Get away with it. And then tell everybody you're from another world. Because guess what? We know another world exists. Because Flash has told us this. Like, yeah. Yeah, So I kill you. Yeah. It's like gone. Not a chance. But but I I don't mind Supergirl pumping up at this point, man. I I thought that was okay this time. It wasn't as. Yeah, you know why? It wasn't three or four other people doing it at the day of DEO. It was just one person. And I'm sorry, but the way they write Martian Manhunter is whack anyway. He doesn't need to get pumped up. He ain't doing shit. Sorry. Dude's whack. Hey, wait, wait. Crowd control is very important. It's so important. I mean, (laughs) Lois Lane could not have done crowd control, even with her magic hammer. Martian Manhunter. I'll handle crowd control. I can't just go into this dude's mind and just say, hey, you know what? Stop doing this book. Right. Put the book down. How how was Supergirl able to just mind switch Alex in from being straight and a law abiding follower of Superman to back to gay and listen to everything that Supergirl said? Just from she has confused what she has Jean Grey power. <laughs> like, come on, I mean it, like that didn't make any sense. Wait, what are you talking about? No, uh, you, know, you forgot so, like last in the last part of Elseworld, like. Alex was dating some technician, a guy technician. Killer Frost said, "Oh, oh, oh! Well, she was like, oh, you're like Alex before Alex, before Alex came out. I know how. To, I know what to talk, dude. That's just manipulating people. That's easy. She's full of Batman, really. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out when you do the math at uh when we when we did the math at uh Mach seven. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, come on, man. Box seven. First of all, you're not even you're not even moving across the earth that fast. The box seven. You know what I mean? Um, I'm pretty sure here, Superman, the original Superman in the movie, you know, Christopher Reeves was not going Mach 7 to turn the world around. You, right. Let's so keep going low. From here to, right. Cali- <laughs> here to California is 3,000 miles per hour. I mean, 3,000 miles away. So you got to go 3,000 miles per hour to get to from here to California. So you figure from if you're going 5,300 miles per hour, you're not going to circle the earth in seconds. Uh, I'm like, yo, why do they keep doing that? Like, why do they keep thinking, like, people who watch the show are are, are challenged? Like, I mean, I, comments I, I, are I, I, where we at least know, I knew Mox, you know, it didn't, uh, we talked about, God, where was that? It was in a very old Flash comic where they actually said how fast he can go compared to Johnny Quick. An All Star Squad. No, I'm talking Jake like Gary. I'm not like talking about Barry. Team, I'm talking Jake Gary. Hmm? Oh, this is like old school, like super old school comic. Like they talked about that in a comic. I'm trying to remember what it was, but it was like you know they were all racing, right? You know, because uh, come on, it's, every speedster has to race another speedster in a comic book, right? So it was definitely not no Daniel on Mach Seven though. This was like Golden Age. You know what I mean? <laughs> like Jake Gary. Squadron, baby. Yeah, yeah. They 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 really hope we don't know a lot of stuff. And if they talk quickly, we'll just go along with it. So Chief, what do you think about Supergirl, man? Does she need some hyping up or what? I think Supergirl they 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 stroke Supergirl in our own show. You know what I mean? Like at, at every chance they get. So I We've seen Supergirl do things that were, you know, beyond even Superman at this point. Um, I guess, you know, maybe he's not absorbing his red, I mean, his uh, yellow sun the way uh, she does. I don't know. Um, I, <laughs> I don't know. She's so I, much they, stronger yeah, than they, Yeah, she's so much stronger than him. She's got this. You know, this is your earth now. You know, I'm like, all right. All right, man. Uh, like I, like I said, I understand. better than men anyway. But, but this is the thing. He's like, imagine a baby um, having a tantrum. And I was like, dude, you were a baby. So what are you talking about? Like, you grew up on Earth as a full-fledged Kryptonian, not even partly human. And, uh, you know... <clears throat> None of what you're talking about happens. So why do you have to go to another planet in order to raise your kid if you were raised on the same damn planet? Like that doesn't even. I'm going to tell you why. Kicking in her stomach. No, he said kicking in her stomach. Where Argo, I guess, has more health, better health care than than no, he was definitely. They're not super powered. That's what he said. No, they're not super powered. I don't remember. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. saying, saying Just a regular kid. Yeah, he said to yeah. kick it, you know, once he starts kicking, like meaning in the stomach, not temper tantrum. Well, it, I was just like, okay. So my favorite the, part. At Argos, they... <laughs> Go ahead, Chief. No, I was just saying at Argos, you lose your powers? They mean? do because it's not under the yellow sun. 
now that really doesn't make sense, right? Because is he getting sun rays from inside the womb? Like, I mean, you know, I would think it would be pretty dark in a womb. Um, so I, I don't know what kind of deal Lois has with her stomach. Maybe she just likes rocking crop tops all the time. So baby John would get a lot of sun and, and just have some right from the embryonic stage. Who knows, man? But I like how they felt the need just for you guys come to season finale of Supergirl so you can't whine. Where's Superman? We've written Superman out of the show. He shows up in for four, maybe two episodes a season. He's away. Am I the only one that's okay with that? Because the show is called Supergirl. I mean, I don't understand why they needed to write him off. I mean, it was like, okay, he's not there anyway. You know why? Because their stupid storyline doesn't make any stupid sense unless Superman is gone. Otherwise, the stupid storyline that they stupidly still have doesn't make any sense. Because they're like, well, then they all worship Superman, but they don't worship her? You know what I'm saying? They all worship Superman, but don't work her. What was it? They can make a quick line. Superman's dealing with an issue off planet. I mean, he's dealing with something with with Batman. I mean, just sending him off to Argo is like banishing him for who knows when. It is just kind of like, uh, okay. Apparently. Okay, wait a minute. No one cares about that. Who? Everyone can't get some vacation for nine months, too. Lois Lane gets a vacation. That's my thing. I mean, is that Wi Fi in Argo City that good that she can telecommute? I mean, I mean, uh, Siri, I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out why Perry White let two of his best reporters go on vacation at the same damn time. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, didn't like, y'all just go on vacation? It's like you guys. Right. Oh, fired. You. I mean, <laughs> great story to go to Argo that no one's ever had. But do you really need nine months to do that? Like, I mean, it's, maybe that's why she's getting paid less. It takes a nine months to write a story. Uh, sabbatical. <laughs> Maybe yeah, yeah, hey, hey, man. Hey, man. You, you, you Maybe they gotta take a sabbatical. Jeffrey's become a villain now. Uh, well, sometimes you you live long enough to become a villain. <laughs> That's like the only reference they didn't use. I mean, they had the Dark Knight Bane mask, and they had Batwoman try to get World's Finest over, which made no sense. It's like, why are you saying that? Just because we're gonna go? Yay! They said it. I mean, like. Oh, I saw. I mean, it was just all. Yeah, it was all about that, and then trying to figure out why Bruce is gone. Like, there's like me and me and Jason actually offline like talked about like three reasons, three which ways, which one they could be talking about. Like, you know what I mean? Like, okay, like his back could have been straight snapped. Right. Hey, hey, Chief, man, I have a question for you. And was it just me, or did I see? Or did you also see some sparks with Batwoman and Supergirl? I think they should put those two together. I think a lot of viewers would be happy about it. I hope not. Don't don't I don't fuck man. Dark past. It's like everybody because they 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 look like they're human beings and they talk conversationally. They should be together. What if gay people are like that's some bullshit? Like, because <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean, like. Every gay person likes every gay person. I'm, it can't be that way. Oh, no. man. You know what I mean? No. I used they, to be like that in shows when every black person was down for every, you know, it was like two black people in the cast. They had to like each other. And my black gay friends, they're like, yeah, that's bullshit. 
by the way. <laughs> so seriously, they're all like, you're the same color, you're the same gender. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, exactly. We have the you same know? sexual orientation. We're always going to be together. We're the we're the same race. Let's figure it out. Hell, they barely do that enough at CW anyway. Let me Man, how many that. black couples in here? I don't know. I mean, wouldn't have been cool if Dig and like Amanda Waller got it, got it in. Like, come on, man. Like, that would have been great before they killed her I mean, off. Yeah, you know, John was trying to get with his brother's sister, so Waller would have been a better choice. Ooh. Yeah, true. Too true, John. Too true. Too true. I'm sorry. We, we're supposed to forget about that. One. My fault. Sorry for bringing that one back up. Yeah. Now another question that I thought was kind of interesting. While I was typing up my review and, and posting it. Um, Elseworlds so white was trending and so I decided because I'm curious to go down that rabbit hole of that hashtag and it was kind of interesting how you know if you watch CW shows they have commercials celebrating diversity and yeah they've got three heroes who are white and that's it and now they're trying to pump up Batwoman and instead of putting her on an alternate earth she's on the same earth as everybody else when they've got a black hero who is like this the centerpiece of his show who's still kind of on the outside not even remotely connected to it on I earth think, black yeah man it's like uh, and i feel like they like most of the cool black hero character heroes in this are maybe not so much sidekicks, but they're the dudes who can get sidelined when something big and important happens. Like I feel like Martian Manhunter should never be sitting around on crowd control. He should never be there. Like he should be right front and center next to Superman and Supergirl. And I liked how uh, Earth 90 Barry said, Hey John, where's your ring? Because that would be something the greatest thing cool I've ever because, heard in my life. I was like, I've been waiting yeah, for that since like season one when we learned right. this dude's name is John. I'm like, okay, yeah. the middle name must be Stuart. Here's <laughs> something. Yeah, yeah. I just have everybody call me Diggle. My last name's really Stuart. Um, but yeah, it was like, okay, they really don't have that black character in that position. In Legends, they've got a, a bisexual blonde leader and. You know, it's crazy because I was, like, doing the count. Legends actually has more LGBT characters than they do black or Asian or Latinos or Muslims characters. I counted Weird, that last huh? night, too. For the first, yeah, time, I mean, watching, for the first yeah. time watching that godforsaken show the other night in a long time, I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> it's weird. Go? Exactly. Yeah, where all the where all like, black people go? Like where yeah, did they go? Where did like I was like, whoa, that that's weird. There's just like now there's like three blondes, and right, exactly <laughs> three blondes. It's like they're all LGBT. And it's like okay, you know, cool for them. But hey, what about everybody else? I mean, let's celebrate yeah, everybody. Not cool for them, you know why? And this is just not cool for them, you know why? And this may be me overstepping because I'm not, you know, in that great in that group. But isn't that a little bit of a like a disingenuous pacification? Like, you know what I mean? Kind of like what we're talking about now with the, with the whole, like, black characters put aside, like, as a sidekick. Like, isn't this just a pacification? Here you go. Here's your LGBT characters. Well, you know I, mean, I mean, they have them in all the rest of the shows. It's just they're more prominent in Legends. At the same time, isn't that still, like, this is the throwaway show anyway, which no one likes. So, ah, the throwaway show? Like, at least, at least online, Buzz, it's 
one of the more popular ones. Like more people online <laughs> like Legends than they do the rest of them. That's ridiculously terrible. Ugh. Yeah, and it's funny because it's like I'll go on and read different comments. There's there's like a lot of hate on Iris for no reason. Like like uh, Iris is the worst part of Flash. It was so good that she wasn't on this show. And I'm like, Iris doesn't do anything. She she's not. I'm not saying doesn't do anything. She doesn't do anything that would make people dislike her. She's just there. Right. And she's like, hey, Laura's acting like a brat. You want to help me out, Barry? Or hey, Barry, you need propping up. I'll stop working. I'll I'll blog because you need me at Team Flash headquarters 24-7 to help you when you need a pick-me-up to go out there and beat Savitar, Thawne, Zoom, etc. And nobody, I mean, they're they're like hating on her. Like that episode where she was, where she had super speed, that's like one of the lowest rated in the history of the Flash. Right. I mean, we all know why. I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, we know why. Have we seen a black woman superhero character in the CW? Vixen. Size and on Black Lightning. And Vixen. what did they do with Vixen? And what do they do with Vixen? Oh, the original Vixen. Right. Uh, she's vanished. Right. Then they had yeah. the other Vixen. Right, and then just stuck her on a throwaway yep. show. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, Nora, one. but Nora's gonna be going. <laughs> one, so I mean, Nora could pass yeah. if she wanted to. If we really want to get down to it and be serious right, about it, right, right, you get right, right, right. <laughs> Yeah, it is weird though. Cause, I mean, you have to go to Black Lightning to see like better representation for black characters on the CW. Yep. Segregation and again. And that's, that's my whole thing. It's like you know, I'm all about Black Lightning being a black show and not watered down yeah. with some weirdly like, hey, this is our version of what a black universe would be. I like that Black Lightning's a black show, but yeah. I don't like that it's when it's time for these big events, Black Lightning can't play in the same sandbox because they went or we can't out of their way to bring Supergirl in there. Green Lantern ring. We can't give Diggle a damn Diggle anything. I mean, the dude was running around as Green Arrow for the first half of, what was it, just last season? And then right. when it's crossover time, and, oh, shoot. Um, oh, and it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we got we to gotta sideline our boy. So it's just weird. And Diggle's whole thing for most of these crossovers is, hey, he's the guy that throws up when Flash runs really quickly. Okay, that's funny as long as he's a strong character everywhere else, but right now he hasn't been lately. Like, not since season two or three. Hello? Diggle? Yeah. He's had his strong character moments in his lead parts, you know what I mean? Especially when his, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. his yeah. brother I mean, he and was, all that stuff. He but was not in a while. Dudes. Yeah, I mean, because the whole thing of him being Argus head of security is kind of lame. I'm not saying Argus. Yeah, he is Argus, not D. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's Argus. Yeah, and it's just like, he's just a random dude now. And I get, hey, let's take some of these guys out of superhero costumes to make Green Arrow more special. But they're still not following that because we're bringing in a sister. We've got two Black Canaries. We've got Wild Dog running around. We've got Mr. Terrific. And it's just there's still too much, too many it's people. Super Felicity, Oracle yeah, Felicity, Oracle. whatever she is. Yes. Yeah. I will say this: they gave Diggle mm-hmm. a very long fight scene for once, and I realized how much I missed that. Yeah. Yeah. When they were so, in Arkham, I was um, like, "Oh, yeah, oh, I missed that." <laughs> exactly. But it's just you know they they have a prominent black superhero, and they need to 
work him in to these big crossover events because All those right crossovers now. much like the comic books help attract audiences to said show slash comic so if black lightning's playing around with, with green arrow flash batwoman supergirl hey let me check out black lightning see what's going on over there and he's got at least one other black woman hero that can tag along with him so it's like hey we we doubled our black heroes in one one event here so yeah i'm looking forward to crisis because i feel like that has to be their in game put all of these characters in together yeah 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 real quick sorry uh the the did you watch Black Lightning after the last crisis last night? Uh, I am so far behind on Black Lightning. I plan to okay. binge review, catch up now that everything else is on their uh, mid-season break. I've got a bunch okay. of shows, so that is the main one that I'm focusing on. And I the reason that I that. didn't watch is because it's not connected. So it's not like I raced through <laughs> right. five episodes of Supergirl so I could be caught up in time for the crossover. So it was like I knew what was going on. Um I was. I, so then I won't stand down since you said that because that's where I'm at. That's exactly where I'm at. I was like, I was watching after that. I'm like, I'm hyped. That's awesome. And then here's Black Lightning, which you know last season was like amazing. Like they didn't really have too many throwaway episodes. Mm-hmm. If if Black Lightning had a throwaway episode in two seasons, it's this one that no, no, just no. aired after that one. The the one where he was like going to prison that was kind of like oh I really didn't want to see that first season. But most of this whole second season. Has been almost throwaway. It's just like, Ooh. no, Black uh, Lightning is not. I would go that far. Uh, I mean, there's some high points in this one. I mean, some of them, but this one, I was just like, there's like literally one high point. That's the bad guy doing his thing. That's it. Like, let's say, look at look at the black, how Black Lightning has been. It's like, all right, uh, Tobias hasn't been doing like anything real shady. It's just like he's, he's it's just like he's the man in behind the curtain so much. It's just like. There's nothing going on in Freeland other than you kick Jefferson out of his. Out of, he's not the principal anymore, so we're taking the school out. Uh, so that that good part of the show is taken out now. Uh, his daughter is way too much of the focus, and she's got teen drama, and it's grating. Uh, her the other the older sister has talked so much crap, but forget she lives at home with mom and dad. Right. <laughs> Yeah, you pushed me away, just like you pushed her away, just like you did me, and then she went to her room. Well, like, going upstairs, mom. To, 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 to chime <laughs> in quickly, even though I've watched minimal Black Lightning, it takes me back to something somebody said a few podcasts ago. It does. Does it feel like they've jumped too far into the other characters of of Black Lightning's family, as opposed to just focusing? Uh, Jeff said that. You said that, Jeff. Yeah. I mean, see, yeah. the thing is, with the rest of these shows, they mm-hmm. waited at least a season before they started trickling in sidekicks, supporting heroes. So Black Lightning, he, like, immediately, they immediately no, worked I, in those other characters. Yeah, first season, I remember. Yeah. I haven't caught up because, I'm sorry, I have so much going on and, uh, you know, other things. Um, I'm going to catch up, but I'm going to be behind the curve. But at least for now, from what I'm hearing from you guys, because you're my plugs into it, it feels like they've kind of lost track of the, the, the emphasis of the show, which is supposed to be black lightning. Right. Um, I haven't heard good things from you all. And you, you guys are my lead for that. You're my plugs for that. So is it even worth checking out? And do you think this survives to go to season three? 
I think they absolutely will keep it for season three. It's uh, not as well. It's not at the same position as some of the others, but CW's pretty like they, they understand the importance of black lightning and what it would mean to cut it when the ratings aren't as bad as legends. Um, I think it may be on the lower end, but it's definitely better than legends. So it wouldn't make sense to cut one, which has a bigger cast and more, you know, special effects. And I'm sure has a bigger budget than black lightning. Um, yeah, but I, I think what they really need to do, and I think hopefully with Crisis, moving it into that main Earth One will help it a lot because, oh, Flash did this, and then hey, let me just have Black Lightning do a team up real fast with Flash. Um, those kind of things help those shows because in the first season of Flash, they introduced Green Arrow over. I mean, they brought Green Arrow over just to be like, hey, you guys like Green Arrow watch flash they introduced barry allen on the flat on green arrow even before he had his own series so it was like let's set this guy up so he can have the strongest path and they did that with black i mean black lightning had to do it all on his own and with supergirl i mean they they literally kind of rewrote things that they were doing just to bring her into the fold so now it's just hey they've got this great chemistry but they really worked to bring make supergirl part of this like she's on a different earth and every time they want to involve her hey quick somebody go warp over to the next earth to get her now another thing is like if you if like listening to black lightning they always mention like something that superman did or something that batman did in gotham but they never it's like wait so they got these superheroes on this earth but why then we needed to banish black lightning to this random earth that we've never even talked about we don't even have a wells from that earth just to even act like it exists like this thing just doesn't do we know we don't even know what the earth count is like which earth is this yeah, is I mean, part of the 52? Is this outside yeah. of the 52? We don't even know. They haven't even incorporated that yet. Now, I, my question is, I wonder if it's just because it's a different writing staff completely. You get what I mean? So maybe, they, you know, the, the, the black folks ain't talking to the white folks, the white women that are writing the other shows. Like, I don't know. I mean, but you can, you can, hey, all right, here's, we're doing, like, we need this episode, episode 12. I'm sorry, like, so Black Lightning does 13. So, Episode six, we need a tie-in. Like, we don't need the big cross. You're not part of the big crossover, or we'll put you in part of the big crossover. But because you you have three superhero characters that are very dependent on each other, we probably can't use you in the big crossover, but we can put Flash in you. Like, there's no, there's no reason Vibe can't come over there and help you out with the problem. Like, that, I mean, like, after Crisis, that has to go away. They're, they're, them on a separate earth just makes no sense. And I'm hoping they get a, just completely do away with that. Such a metaphor to me, man. I'm like, okay, here's all these big things that all the folks are doing on this earth way over there, segregated over there. And then these black folks over here, we're dealing with urban problems and city problems. And mm-hmm. That's what we're dealing with. I'm like, this is like the most, they, they literally ghettoed the, by the definition of the word, ghettoed the, the CW show. Black Lightning, like they just here you go. You guys are over here though. Like, you're you're dealing with premises and that are white across the street, and that's what y'all deal with. See? Exactly. It's just such a ridiculousness. It's just so different, and that's why I was like, after watching Crisis and then watching the throwaway episode 
of of what I think is a flowy episode of Black Lightning. Hell, I'm rethinking that now that after what I just that revelation I just said. Um, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, wait a minute, this is like a totally different thing. I mean, like, I get yeah. it because I know there's a different writing staffs. So I get that, you know, behind the scenes, but as a CW as a whole, like. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't we be putting these things together, guys? Like, at least give a, give me a red sky. Dang. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Well, that's the thing in Crisis. That was a visual cue whenever they did a Crisis cr- crossover. Hey, what's going on with the red sky? Uh, who knows? And they just go on to their regular little adventure. And they really have to do that with Black Lightning because there's no excuse, no reason to keep it apart. Okay, Jeff. Like, it with the hashtag, uh, Elsewhere is so white. Like, did everybody, did anybody just, like, like put the red like the wave the flag like hello like why is black black and not a like don't, don't oh i mean they, they complained about that but they also complained that the female lead of flash was absent while the secondary female lead of flash was heavily featured in all three episodes like the episode in supergirl where caitlin slash killer frost is a security guard that could have been anybody except for Caitlyn. Like, it could have been Dinah, could have been Laurel, but I mean, Caitlyn was in all three episodes. And so was Cisco. And he's just like, okay, why are we focusing so hard on these guys? Because it's not like they weren't in the last crossover as superheroes. I don't know. So it was weird. There was a lot of. I, I thought the conversation was really interesting. Uh, with that hashtag. I was just like, yeah, yeah, okay. Can't really argue with that. That's true. What's the deal with the lack of color? <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying like, hey, let's make a he's, he's, random he's, character. He's huh? What'd you say? No, we got you. Oh, it's like, don't make random character a big, you know, the big black guy. You got one in Black Lightning. Just Put him in the spotlight with everybody else. Oh, you mean have like the Guardian and freaking Jimmy Olsen? I mean, he could. I mean, like Black Lightning could have been a security guard in an arg. I mean, Argus or and a DEO. No, no, because I, I would have been upset with him being a security guard. I mean, he needs to be right in the middle. Like, I mean, dude, they're trying to get Batwoman over to her own show, and yeah. Batwoman is bringing nothing new to the Arrowverse. Oliver already does. He's what she does, uh, Sarah already does what she could do. Uh, let's see, Dinah already does what she does. There's nothing new outside of having her play in Batman's world, fighting Batman villains, the same way we have Supergirl fighting Superman villains. I can't wait. Every demographic of somebody else that's on the CW universe. So, oh yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just like else. it's like she, we got lesbians, we got uh, vigilantes, <laughs> we got white women. I mean. <laughs> It's like, hey, what, what, I mean, like, is she a super fighter? We got that in Sarah. Like you said, it's like, what, is, what new ground is she covering <laughs> other than Batman villains? That's it. And, and Arrow's already been doing that. So my whole thing is they're, they're trying to really boost her up. And so next year is going to be, we've got our big four and Black Lightning needed to be part of that big four before Batwoman because he's more unique on every level than she is. She, I mean, Black Lightning has superpowers, which Green Arrow or Batwoman does not have. And I'm anxious. He's been a super. I mean, honestly, the, the other thing is, biggest example unlike, of the illusion of the conclusion I've ever heard in my life. What? It's true. It's the biggest <laughs> example of the illusion of inclusion I've ever heard in my life. 
I mean, I mean, Black Lightning is part of the superhero shows, but he's not part of the superhero shows. I mean, I can't get past this metaphor, man. No, you're, you're not wrong. Honestly, Hunter, you're not wrong. Because, I mean, to me, it's just like, there. he actually, Black Lightning could be the one superhero. He's like, hey, I've actually done this long enough that I actually retired for years. I know how to how to be a hero, how to be a family man. He actually could be like a father figure to all the rest of these guys. But they just, nah. It does. It, it, it actually is like kind of like there is no excuse. Next year, this has to be fixed. Like I don't even know if you do Black Lightning until after the crisis because it, it's so ridiculous. Jeff, I will write the blog. Post. Hi, man. I'm, I'm if, waiting for it. I'm if, waiting if for Black it. Black Lightning does not become part of Crisis next year. Mark my words, I will write that blog post. Hey, man, you can write that post right now. I could, yeah, I'll probably, I should write it ahead you of should. time. You should, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let, let's let's uh, talk about some other things going on with DC shows. Uh, Gunner, you still are a little bit behind, but man, I, you know, it's funny because Elseworlds helped reinvigorate my interest in the Arrowverse, but I got to tell you, yep. Titans has been a very, very interesting DC comic book show. It is very much like Gotham in the sense that it's just, hey, all this stuff you know, forget it. Just ignore it. Just go along with our story. If you're willing to go along with our story, you'll like the show. And Titans has been really interesting once I got over my initial F Batman. Well, F the writers of Titans for trying to come up with this foolishness. And it's been really good. Like, the characters make sense. How they're going about things also flows logically. They're acting like teenagers probably would in 2018. And it's just working. And, like, I'm actually, I hate that they didn't put it all out at once. But I also kind of dig because I have something to look forward to every Friday. And it's been really entertaining. And I think it's something because they're not following the script. They're not sticking to some cliche like, okay, we introduce this one person. They're going to be the best and the brightest. And they're going to be a hero next episode. Um, The Titans are kind of fractured. They have issues. They're not perfect. And they screw up. And it's led to some really interesting episodes. Uh, and they've also done a very good job of setting up characters I want to see in their own spinoff shows like Hawk and Dove, like uh, Jason Todd, and the Doom Patrol, which we already know we're getting. Who's would you would you be okay with uh, seeing a whole like miniseries of Hawk and Dove? Because after yeah. the last, I'm just like, yo, this that was that last episode, especially because it was like, all right, but this isn't going to tie into the married storyline. But then it was just like by the end of that Hawk and Dove episode, I was just I I, I was like, tell me more, damn man, I'm I'm, I'm hey man. More than one Hawk and Dove episode? Because I only got one of them. Gunner, it is it is like wow. I mean that that episode okay. was real, and how we're complaining, how I'm complaining about how CW has kind of spotty diversity. Titans has really mm. gone out of its way to be more diverse they made starfire a black woman and it's like what are you doing she's an alien why isn't she orange but who cares when she uses her powers she becomes orange uh gar beast boy is an asian guy and that's another character who traditionally has just been a white guy and there's no reason he can't be asian and they said you know what he's asian and uh they do it with some other characters and i like it because it's not just Alice ah, met this side character, a minority. 
they've made characters who are important to the story uh, diverse. And they've, they, in Titans did something really cool. I don't think you've gotten to it yet, but they had uh, Dick Grayson at an art gallery and a gay guy hits on him. And it's not this typical, this guy wasn't all like, hey, you're so cute. You want to hook up? He, it was really, really subtle. And it was like, see, that's how that probably plays out in the real world. It's not this gay guy's doing backflips to get his attention. He's just trying to get his attention and be like, hey, strike up a conversation. Be like a normal person. Not like how we traditionally see on TV with how they can't do LGBT characters, black characters, Asian characters, Latino characters without stupid stereotypes. Um, so I, I really like the writing on Titans. It's, it's been a real surprise to me. And once you get your CW app working properly, because I know you want to talk about that. Please catch up. DC app, DC app. You said CW app. I'm sorry. Yes, D- DC app, DC universe. A CW app works just fine. You know, oh, I, yeah. I, just, I need to fix the color on it though. I see what I said. See what I did there. Um, but <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but no, my dude. Apparently, I got you know. Uh, let me say this on air because I did trash the CW. Excuse me. See now I'm doing it. The DC app. Um, I did trash it a little bit on air. So let me let me let me remedy it. The uh, developers actually did reply and said that the bug fixes are fixed, so I will go for it because I was kind of annoyed because there were two episodes I was like I was going to catch up on, you know, because I think they only released at that point four, and I didn't see the last two or something like that or one and a half, yeah, two. Um, so I went there and it just kept crashing and crashing and crashing, but they said it's fixed now, so now I can catch up with you guys. I think the last episode I did see was a hawk and dove episode i don't know if i'm seeing the older one the, the, yeah. the one you guys are talking about yeah that's probably episode two yeah yeah it was episode two. yeah so they're gonna have you know some more shows coming up they've got swamp thing they've got the star spangled uh kid star girl show and they just announced two big uh casting additions to those shows ian zering uh steve Steve, right, from 90210, uh, and Sharknado fame is going to be on Swamp Thing playing uh, Dan Cassidy, a.k.a. Blue Devil. Now, that's an interesting casting choice. Um, that could be a lot of fun, especially if they do Blue Devil, right, because he's an actor who wears a devil costume and then gets bonded and trapped in it and has to become Blue Devil the superhero. Uh, so in the Swamp Thing series, that could be a lot of fun. And a potential spinoff down the road, too. And Joel McHale, Javon, is going to be in Stargirl as the original Star Spangled Kid. He's going to be showing up in flashbacks normally because, uh, yeah, I can't assume that they're going to have him and Stargirl walking around at the same time. What do you think about those casting choices? Who you ask? I guess you, man. Nobody else wants to talk with me tonight. <laughs> Sorry, uh, alcohol is a hell of a drug, huh? Uh, anyway, uh, y'all, yeah, nah. I mean, why not? Like, cool. Joe McHale got got a, you know, after uh, Joe McHale is just ruling all the, like the unplugged app situations, man. He's got his, you know, his shows, The Soup or whatever they call it now, is back on Netflix. You know what I mean? Like, now they got this guy. He's gonna be on. A, a superhero show. This is like, look, any actor now that's like, look, I got 
that was probably like shunning superhero shows like I don't want to get typecast or that's crazy why would I want to do that now seeing what Marvel can do and it's like oh well let me get on this 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 superhero show I know it's DC but I'll do it anyway you know what I mean like especially the TV shows and the voiceovers like people have been doing that for years and they realize oh there's money in this let me do this sure, man. so I look at it from that perspective where I'm like yeah I mean if they get money and they can do it right I I, I can see it yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Star Girl. I think that's going to be a really fun show because they've already said there's going to have a lot of uh, Justice Society links and tie-ins with that, and they're really going to celebrate the legacy characters. So that you know, I really love the Justice Society, and with Star Girl as a focus, that should be a really fun show. I think our Star Squadron kind of like make a little. It could. I mean, if they're going to have the Justice Society, awesome. not to. I mean, yeah, I, I was a big fan of All-Star Squadron. I thought they, their costumes look cool. And I, I love all those costumes of the Justice Society. Okay. And, yeah. I'm sorry. Is this going to be based off the Legends characters or based off whole new on DC? Uh, oh, Legends? gosh. Don't count that crappy version Dude, on Legends. No, no. no Viacom or whoever. Real, that crap, yeah. So. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Star Girl was on Soup on Smallville, so sure. probably more in line like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I, I I still want a Spider Jerusalem show. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm I'm gonna continue to sing the Spider Jerusalem uh, song because of of all the DC characters. I think in these times that we live in, Spider Jerusalem makes the most sense to actually try to promote and bring out there. I really want to see Spider Jerusalem story told in some format. It doesn't have to be a movie because, for what it's worth, there aren't many people who know who that character is in the DC universe. But CW, if you're listening ever, go for it, dude. You got nothing to lose. You have nothing That's to lose. Easy DC character universe, yeah. They can put on no. their DC universe. Yeah, yeah you're right. I'm sorry, Jeff. You, you're right because they can take some chances there. And for Spider Jerusalem, you're gonna have to take some chances. You can't make that PG-13 or PG. You know, you got to make that full-fledged oh. TVMA. The D- DC Universe shows, at least Titans, has no problem going hardcore uh, MA. Yeah, yeah. So there we go. There we go. So let D- DC really want Constantine. Let's make it happen. Really want Constantine. I don't mind what should be there too. Like, I caught the Legends episode, and I'm like, you know what? If anything they're doing right is the Constantine character. Oh, it really like, is. He's already he's, been doing that right. Yeah. But he's been that, doing that, that right. And funny. it's the same person, and it's the same line, and yeah. they, they didn't screw that up. Yeah, he's been great. And he was, like, the main reason. I was like, all right, I'll, I'll give this season of Legends a shot. And him yeah. playing off those characters is funny. And... I, he's he's really good, and I, I wish they could take him and put him into a actual live action movie because I think that would really work too. Uh, let me keep going with TV while we're here. So we've got some new casting announcements on The Mandalorian. That's the Star Wars show on Disney Plus. Giancarlo Esposito and Carl Weathers are going to be joining the cast. <laughs> what? Yes. Is this the 80s? That's what I'm talking about. All right. Yeah, look at me. Action Jackson is going to be on a high-profile Star Wars show. I'm there. I'm bugging. I'm there. And, and they should have, like, a cameo of the Predator up in there somewhere, too. Why not? Oh, no, why not? <laughs> let's, see what, let's see what Bill Duke is doing. Why not? Oh, Bill Duke's on Bill Black Duke Lightning. Bill Duke is on, is on Black Lightning. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Never mind. Yeah, Never mind. man. 
And Robert Townsend. Wow. And Robert Townsend. Robert, Townsend. Robert Media Man Robert Townsend is on Black Lightning. I didn't know that. You know, Robert Townsend was, Robert like, Townsend wait, was just, he was what, 15 years too early? Because he yeah. could have probably really been was. a really good version of Meteor Man that would have gotten a lot of good buzz if he had released it in like 2010. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. You just got there. Hon- hon- look, honestly, Meteor Man is tailor-made for something like Nickelodeon or Freeform or, or whatever. Oh, right true. Now. You know, yeah, because they could do FX. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking so, more family-friendly because Media Man was really family-friendly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, Nickelodeon, well, Freeform, something like that. We have to exclude Bill Cosby, though. You know. Okay, wait a minute. Freeform was like a smaller channel. Because Cloak and Dagger was PG-13. It was not PG. Really? I mean, it wasn't big. Yeah, you know, they don't like family stuff anymore, man. Grownish. I mean, that's family friendly. Grownish is I mean, pretty that's family too. Friendly. Okay. That's family friendly nowadays. You right. Yeah. Okay. So, last up on that, on TV front. So, you know, we've been speculating that Daredevil, Luke Cage, Iron Fist are going to be showing up very soon uh, on Disney+. Plus. Turns out that will not be happening anytime soon. There is a new report that Netflix, with their arrangement deal with Marvel, made it so those characters cannot show up on anything else for two years. So basically, they've got a no-compete clause, which is so stupid because if Netflix decides we're going to cancel something, then then that should end the deal, end the agreement. Like, hey, all right, you guys didn't want them. Like, if Marvel said, look, we're, we're, we're taking our toys and we're rolling, and Netflix can go, well, we've got them on live for two years, so suck it. I mean, um, but they're working on now on NBC because Fox didn't want it. It's like, I mean, how I many Scrubs was on ABC, and then it went to NBC. It's like, who who writes it? I mean, I understand, like, NBC you NBC. say. Right. Huh? Right. The other way around. Oh, uh, yeah. But it's like, it's, I mean, it's like, it's, and especially I think Scrubs is actually the better example of it. Because it's like Scrubs was made by ABC, so it was like, "Hey, we, we're taking it. You don't want it, we'll take it back." NBC. Like, no, it was NBC. It was originally on NBC, but ABC. If you look at the uh, at the end credits, ABC is actually ABC, ABC for show. So, in in it's like I don't understand. If Marvel should I mean like they should have saw some of this coming. It's like, hey, we're probably we're we're looking at this. So in this development deal, especially before like season two or three, you're like, hey, uh, let we need to do a slight renegotiation on that because we we you still have our Jessica Jones property and Punisher. We don't actually want that non-compete because we might put them in our movies or something. You come up with some other crap reason, but you really know it's like just in case we we need to, we want to put some established show on a digital platform. We have some easy ones to go to. Um, yeah, I want to chime in on that real quick. As, as someone who watched Punisher, like, um, sorry, uh, Punisher, uh, Jessica Jones, and um, <clears throat> Luke Cage, like we all did, I'm wondering what or, 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 or how are we going to see these shows in the future? Because for what it's worth, like we just established with um, 
Netflix holding on to them, and there's that whole tug of war going on there. These are still viable commodities that we're just not going to be able to see for, what, two years until 2020 or 2021, for what it's worth. Um, why? Why? It's money. I mean, it, it, it's, it's money, yeah. But at the same time, these are shows that generate views. It, it, again, let's say so you could you could have made a show, and an agreement was made that if they went to another network, we get some residuals or something right. like that. But they they just decided to like, hey, we're just we we understand what you're doing. So it really wasn't a situation where Netflix canceled. It was like we knew that as soon as it was, they didn't they didn't look at that provision until it's like, oh y'all taking them and canceling them. Oh mm-hmm. wow, shocking. You know what? I think we need to enforce this clause, and we can negotiate around it. But because we know you're trying to use it for your oh, streaming yeah. service, now yeah. we're going to make sure we enforce the thing to the letter. Well, dig it. But who's going to be the one that steps in and say, "Okay, these are two hot commodities that generate a lot of viewership," and you know, instead of saying, "Okay, we're going to have this tug of war," or we're going to have this measuring contest in regard to who gets to keep what, and 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 hey, what are they measuring? Who? Rulers, how long it took Marvel and Fox to get together? Oh, oh my god, yeah, never mind, never that, mind. or even yeah, even right. Spider Man alone, right. it's Sony and, and Marvel for Spider Man alone. It took it really probably might take that two years, and Marvel just waited right. out. <laughs> but, 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 Gunner, have we gotten anything better since then? From like you said, from that argument, have we got anything better since that? We got a better Spider Man. Yeah, we got a better Spider Man. We did, but <laughs> X X Men. I mean, I'm actually anticipating the uh, dark. Was it Dark Phoenix? Phoenix? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I want to. No, that's still Fox's crap. So that's crap. That's still Fox's crap. You know, not, I, I don't. I just give. I I I'm giving them BOD because I want to see it. I want to okay. see it. All right, man. Yeah. You already saw it though. Just pop in uh, X three. <laughs> I know, right? But I, I or um, what what do you call it? Um, um, day not days of futures past. What was it? Uh, the X. What was the X from the last the 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 most current X Men movie? The third one. Apocalypse. Yeah, garbage. Was Jennifer Jennifer uh, Lawrence didn't want to sit in a makeup chair for seven hours, right? Yeah, <laughs> it, it's, it's it was it was terrible. <laughs> But I want to see what they do because hey, we're invested now. It, we're invested. Uh, I'm not. I'm invested, not invested. I'm, I'm glad you are. Really? You let me know. I've invested. I, <laughs> I, I want to see where they go because, for what it's worth, I watched the two X Men movies. You know, uh, with McAvoy and uh, uh, Jennifer Lawrence and what's my man named Fastbender. I watched them. I want to see where they go from here. I really do. It may it may not be good, but I still want to see what they come out with. You know, they may surprise me. Like Transformers, uh, Bumblebee may surprise us all. You know. Well, I, apparently, it, the word on the street is it's really good. It's dope. Yeah, the word on the street is it's dope. It's good. Aquaman's getting rave reviews. Man, I but knew Aquaman was gonna be. I, I felt like Aquaman was gonna be. Who told that one? I told y'all that one from the start. You did. You did, Gunner. Aquaman's gonna I be skeptical. great. But I'm going to tell you something. After watching uh, Justice League and after meeting Momoa, which is another issue, I, I, I'll bring that up at some point or not. Or not. Um, he's dope. He's a, he's a solid dude. And 
I, I felt like, okay, yeah, this is going to be a good movie just because of who he is. He's, yeah, I, I felt like it was going to be good. All right. That reminds me of another topic we'll do next week. So start thinking. Best movie revitalizations of a franchise. Okay. All right. So uh, let's see here. What else is there left to discuss here? I mean, I feel like we covered everything that I wanted to talk about. Uh, Fellas, do we have any nominees for Dummy of the Week? I got, I got. Sure, I do. Okay. Go ahead, go ahead. Come to me. Come to me later. I, I right. got, I got a couple, but I got to narrow it down. All right, JC, you got. No, no, no. I said I, I actually don't have anybody. I, I, uh, what? I, again, oh, I, I know who it is. Politics. I mean, I mean, we're we're enjoying our, our day. I, I, I mean, again. So I'm taking no politics in there. So <laughs> I got nobody in entertainment, and I didn't look at TMZ today. So no. There was some kid that said he's the king of R&B. With that, yes, like, yes, yes, yes. I don't yes. know who this kid is. Exactly. I can't even remember his name. Is what is it? Jaquez? Cicada? What's his name? Cicada. He's fighting Flash, right? Cicada. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Jakeda? What is it? It's Jaquez. And I'm chiming on that because I downloaded his album. Whatever. Yeah, I, I downloaded it and I met him too in Atlanta uh, doing one of them hair shows in uh, 17. Uh-huh. Um, doing the hair show at 17. Um, look, Jaquez is... He, he, he can carry a tune. Um, he, he, he couldn't play the kazoo, though. He can carry a tune, but he couldn't play the kazoo. Um, his latest project that came out this year the best song on his album featured Jagged Edge. And that's because, no, listen to me, because Jagged Edge is a straightforward R&B act from a a bygone era of R&B. And they carried the song because, for what it's worth, Jacques is, I I guess I'm saying it right, is one of these new school R&B acts that raps more than he sings. And the thing about that is, that's not R&B. Whatever you're doing is a bastardized version of R&B, and it, it, we can't qualify that as R&B. Those of us who know better and life started for us at, uh, before 1998, we know what R&B is, right? Um, you're not that. Jagged Edge. Well, no, I, I I make the case that he's good for this generation, this era, because R&B is, it, it's for what it's worth, R&B minus will be 1500s pirate shanties right now because nobody's doing straightforward R&B, right? It's it's bygone. Um, everybody's a rapper, or you know, everybody's a rapper now, even the R&B artists. Have you heard Usher's uh, album with Zaytoven? It's a fart. It's a fart in a jaw. It's 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 terrible because it's Usher so should be doing yeah right. Whenever so when, when every track starts with Zaytoven, Zaytoven. No, I'm look. I know you're Zay. I know Zaytoven's a popular act right now, but Zaytoven couldn't carry, let's say, Kyle West. And and I'm dating myself, but Kyle mm-hmm. West. Yeah, right. Kyle West was R&B, dude, for our era, and that was R&B. That was New Jack Swing R&B. Zaytoven couldn't carry his microphone in a, in, in a suitcase right now. 
Uh, he couldn't carry his MPC in a, in a, in a suitcase. It, it's all it's all changed because they have no point of reference. These kids, and their point of reference is anything that happened in the last ten years, twenty years. It there's no such thing as R&B anymore. And it, it's a shame. KSB's all you got is the weekend, man. Like the weekend. And he's garbage. You know the weekend. John me, Legend. You know what I mean? Like that's all John you got. John Legend Those is the two. world's greatest lounge singer. Although I do love his Christmas album because it's great. Because but John Legend is, you know, give me the green light. It's like yeah, right, John right. Legend. Stop. Like I'm gonna tell you who I love. Like Eric Robeson. Um, I still love Anthony Hamilton because Anthony Ham. When Anthony Hamilton starts singing, a pot of greens is cooking somewhere in America. Right. <laughs> You know Somebody who else can do that? You know who else is like right that? Now. Exactly. That? You know who else is like that? Who that? Gary Porter. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or Greg Porter, not Greg Gary Greg Porter. Porter. Greg Porter. I know you're talking about. I know you're talking about. Greg Porter, Leon, what's my man? Leon Bridges. When they sing, yeah. a, pot of, a pot of collard greens is cooking somewhere in America. It right magically now. appears. Somebody has some... <laughs> some sweet Somebody potato. has hey, some macaroni and cheese in the oven. Hey, sweet potatoes. Hey, Gunner, some sweet potatoes and some 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 catfish and grits is cooking somewhere <laughs> in the banana pudding right in the now. fridge. Oh yeah, banana pudding just magically oh, appears. Yeah. Somebody, grandma is coming in the kitchen right now. <laughs> you better bet it. You better bet it. You know that's R and B to me. Um, I'm just I'm 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 indifferent, man. We 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 were raised different, and we were raised in a different era, so. I don't want my R&B singers to be rappers. I don't want my rappers right. to be R&B singers. I want my rappers to be rappers. I want my R&B singers to be able to sing. I want them to be able to, you know, have a grasp of their voice and, and what they're saying. I want them to have songs to sing. Songs that you can say, like, for example, I don't care what you say about R. Kelly. R. Kelly is responsible for a generation of children. Tell me he's not. 12 play. I'll wait. More than one, yes. Thank you. And, oh. And, oh, Jeffrey. Wow. Come on, Come on then. Uh, Come on then. But you're right. I like right. it. All right. You're right. I like, I like it. it. I like it. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Allow it. Allow it. Off base. <laughs> oh, man. My boy, my boy on Facebook put, look, as long as Robert Roger Kelly is still alive, there's no one, you know, there's like no one over. For me, I'll change it. You know, no one should ever say anybody's looking R&B. I'll change it up to Ronald Isley. I'll change it up to anybody that's out there yeah. that's still singing and touring yeah. right now from our yeah. era, man. Like whoever's still alive, I'll be Ooh. like, I'll, I'll so I'll do across the board, you know, because you know we ain't gonna promote no R. Kelly on this show. I'm on. Well, I'm on it, but I'm from Alabama. Bama. Nah, I know pedophiles around here, dog. I draw a lot of that stuff. Man. I did um, that totally, but. Yeah, you know, real talk. Um, but no, I'll I'll change it up to like anybody of the age under forty can never say they're the king of R&B. The end. No, no. Well, even then, even after that, you can't say you're the king of R&B because, for what it's worth, I'm just gonna go and, and allow me to name some 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 acts, right? Jodeci, Boys to Men, and Jason. Remember when we went to high school? And remember, I gave you this piece of advice. <laughs> Hear me out, y'all. Uh, oh, oh, TVMA. 
Jeff, Jeff, please forgive me. Jeff, please forgive me. I'm gonna use a word here. I'm gonna use a word here. As I as I said to Jeff to Jace twenty years ago or more now, twenty three or yeah, at least twenty three years ago, when uh the show the after party in the hotel came out, I said, Look, dude, ask the girl if she likes boys to men or Jodeci. And Jace, you were like, Why? And I said, because if her first answer is boys to men, you ain't getting none. G- Gunner, my That's straight man. Like, I'm like, uh, yeah. If she say Jodeci, you getting a stinky piggy, dog. You getting a stinky piggy. Or something. Or something, or something. Or something else. It's gonna it's going down like that. You're talking to a dude who sang the entire song in Sean's high pitched voice of uh bended oh knee and this girl in a couple girls' ears, but definitely this girl's ear. I, I knew I was getting done, but you know what? Look. Where do we use? I was like, Oh, you like boys and men? I'm gonna at least put the petition in. Girl is driving me. I mean you know I what mean, I was my going voice was changing, boy. So oh, yeah. I mean I can hit them notes, man. Now You shit. know you know what I was doing during <laughs> that, probably when you were singing that, Gunner? Every time I close my eyes I wake exactly. up so hard. <laughs> Uh, I couldn't sing that to this girl. I couldn't sing that to this girl. Some girls, yeah, around the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, around the yeah, way. The ones around the way. Oh, yeah, the ones around the way. Oh, damn. Around the way in I walked back so, in on you know, Hey, but, she you know. came in late in the game. He was like, what the heck? <laughs> she was like, what the heck? What just happened? So, <laughs> that's my dummy of the week. Sorry. That's my, yeah, we should circle back. Sorry. Chief. We had the dummy that's of my week. dummy of the week. That yeah. Bama that said that the young Bama that said like yo I'm the king of R and B. Yeah, you getting like there's a oh, whole Jacquees, like Jacquees, Jacquees. Jacquees. Yeah, that's yeah, you, you you yeah he's done me in a week all day because look Jacquez as long as um so I gonna I know how you feel but uh, R Kelly we said Devontae, this earlier we said it yep we said it we said <laughs> it all dude you ain't nowhere near it you only got Zero. one album and your best song on your album. It's courtesy of Jagged Edge. Go look it up. Go look it up. Oh, you, Steph, you yeah, and Javon yeah. literally just said the same joke, man. I swear to God. So, yeah, so I, I have no reason back. to listen to this album now because both of y'all nah, said don't. Jagged Edge. Carry them. So I might as well just go listen to it. The old Jagged Edge. Yeah. So, Jacquez, <laughs> fall on your sword. Fall on your sword. Damn. All right. Uh, Javon, you got anybody? <laughs> 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 we already just, just gunned my man. Okay. Um, uh, Javon's people is like any dude that listen, that made sure they only dated girls that listen to uh. Boys no, dude, well, well, Gunner, that was me. I if you ain't if you if I gave you that question, I I would say boys to men and Jodeci. If you said boys to men, I will get up right out of my seat. All right, I'll let you. Jodeci, because that means ah, they had their uses for each 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 situation, man. They no did, but the best usage was Jodeci, because that means you was easy. That means a fish sandwich, a fish really sandwich, don't. and a matinee movie. You are mine. That is true, and I mean <laughs> across the board. We went to though, your like, mother's bedroom. That's what that meant. I grew up me. in the burbs, man. You know, what I mean, I grew up in like Centerville burbs, right? Like northern yeah. burbs, and. Yeah. I mean, so it was multiracial, right? But yeah. that those two that what you just said, man, is true across the board, all races. Damn right. 
Damn right. Damn black right. Girls that listen to Jodeci. Yup. Black girls that listen to Jodeci. Yup. Asian girls that listen to Jodeci. The Guatemalan girls that listen to Jodeci. If she said Jodeci first, we 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 have you, sex. Those girls, I didn't. I, nope, they didn't. They didn't mess with me. I was I guess I looked like Sean too much back then. I don't know. You got to get in where you fit in. Me, and that's exactly I, what I'm saying. That's exactly God, what I'm I was, saying. I was like, look, I got in where I fit in. I had to, you know, I got to deal with the boys and men. But I tell you what. I had all the Jodeci albums. I ain't had all, I damn right have all the boys the man albums. You damn right. Hey, hey, Sean Stockman had the boys the Jodeci albums. You damn right. You damn right. He's like, I gotta sound like I gotta sound like JoJo. I know it look better than him. So well, I look, sure. I ain't, his thing was look. I ain't got to sound like JoJo, but I better have JoJo playing when we going back to the lab. You know, it's it's what it is. Come on, man. Hey, I'm in need of love. Come on, how many <laughs> how many kids did that record create? Come on now, let, let, let's stop playing. Let's stop playing. What about us? What about Pride us? He was always my What about us? Which one? Hey, baby, I'm, yeah. that was yeah. Baby. It's been an hour since you've been gone. Ooh yeah. It's not too long, so come uh, back man. home. Sing it, Chief. Uh, what about us? Baby, without you. you. Hey, you know what was so my joke, Chief? Boy, you know what's my joint, y'all? I Come in and shut the door. I can lay you back down on the floor. Hey, that means I got you to, to, make me, to my name. You about to make me look here, girl. Look here, girl. Look, I got two dollars. Going down to the basement and get this. You gonna get a St. Special Brew and a twelve pack of tacos uh-huh. from Taco Bell, and you gonna get this work. I got very kiwi. Strawberry. Uh, I gotta go down there and smell that album, man. I'm gonna get that. Uh, I'm gonna get that CD from the basement. <laughs> I'm gonna holler at y'all. I'm gonna go holler at my wife. Uh, yeah, we gonna, uh, we gonna get this CD from the basement. Hey, right up, right up, slide. Pick up that silk joint too. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Get that silk joint. Let me get that Diary of a Mad Man. I'm going to holler at y'all. Hey, I'm going to tell y'all another one. <laughs> For all of you Lyle's Movie Files <laughs> listeners, intro. Come inside. Of age. Oh, oh my God. That was God. that, that, was that jam. That whole CD was... Woo. Oh, intro CD was like that. Oh, that first what, CD man. that they... That first was like CD that. was one of the best R&B songs, albums, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, that era and of all time. Yeah, not a bad song on it. Mm. Not a bad song on it. Hey, mm. Chief, man, you uh, you got any uh, dummies of the week? No, I don't think I do have any dummies of the week, man. It's, I have one. It's a lot of dummies, too many dummies to choose from nowadays. It is. So here is something that I just thought was too funny not to share. So Christian Bale was working the red carpet doing Vice promotions, right? And... um. He start, he uh, mentioned that he had met Trump one time and they were filming Batman in the Trump Tower. And he said, come on up to my office. And Bale was like, I think he thought I was Bruce Wayne because I was dressed as Bruce Wayne. So he talked to me like I was Bruce Wayne. And I just went along with it, really. It was quite entertaining. I had no idea at the time that he would think about running for president. I think that's hilarious. I mean, this guy's like, so Bruce, what do you think, Bruce? Huh? What do you think? <laughs> Here's the thing, like, I want to believe it, I can't believe it, but then it's like, it's believable. You know what I mean? I'm like, nah, that didn't happen. Like, he didn't really think so. He was just playing with him or something. But then it's like, nah, you might do that. Nah, that's Trump. He might do that dumb. Nah, he really did. 
No, B, that's Trump. I don't, I don't doubt it I for like, a second. Like you're trying to merge with Wayne Enterprises. I heard about your, uh, but, your uh, uh, research and your business. Okay, I've, I've heard you've got interesting <laughs> I've got some great things in my tower. I've heard some interesting things about Wayne Enterprises, okay? I think we can do some really great, some really huge things. That's... That, <laughs> Oh, very yeah. bigly. Very bigly. How'd, very. Your, how'd your dad make that train from the tower to the kind of got that in my tower? And then you're working on oh sustainable energy, right? Yeah, that sounds like a money. Like, I can see. Kind of interfere with the oil. I can see Trump sitting there saying, come on, Bruce. I know you know the song. Your identity is safe with me, you know. Batman. I could you know, see. I, it. I was thinking of putting the signal on top of my Trump Tower. Oh my God! Crazy. Which would be a hairpiece. Hey, oh does anybody? God. Why does nobody talk about the fact that Donald Trump hairpiece looks like a batting helmet? It looks like he's always up to bat. Oh. <laughs> coming, coming up next. Go, <laughs> batting third. <laughs> no, it yeah, I'm looks like, like is a batting helmet. Is paying for that now, or is he still on that one? Like that's his own thing. Like who's paying for his hairpiece now? Am I paying for his hairpiece oh, that, now? Oh, we're paying for that, dog. I think Javon's paying for it this week. I am. <laughs> yeah, I believe I am. Dang. I believe I am. What I would love to see on that headpiece, though, is if he were to stylize the curly W from the Nats logo, then I would feel justified. <laughs> If he would have stylized somewhere to match Curly W, then I'd be like, all right, I'll pay for that. Yeah, that's on me, homie. That's on me. Uh, <laughs> I know. He's going to stylize the hammer and sickle. That's what he's going to stylize on the that. The hammer and sickle. <laughs> he's like, they're going to bring it back. He's like, I'm bringing it back. That's on me. If he do the Wizards, if he do the Wizards logo, that's on me. That's on me. I'll pay right. for it. That's on my house. All right, fellas. Well, I think that is everything we got to talk about on this one. So don't forget next week, we're going to talk about our best films that revitalize the franchise. So start thinking now. Um, we got to get y'all yeah. watching. We got to get y'all watching these Netflix uh, Christmas movies because, man, yeah. there, there's a lot. And um, yeah. we need to talk about them next week. Yeah. What's up, man? This, oh, is, the, this is the podcast before Christmas. Christmas. So I'm, 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 I'm asking for two categories, right? Two uh, okay. two uh, topics. Okay. One, the Christmas, uh, your all-time favorite Christmas gift, and or dream Christmas gift, or both, right? Okay. And also, being that AMC has been running all the uh, ranking, I forget the other the other producer's name, but all the claymation stop motion ranking bass, all the stop motion. Um, uh, uh, Christmas uh, specials right. that ran through uh-huh. the 70s, 60s, 70s. What's your favorite one? Cool. And if it's not that, what's your favorite Christmas? Well, we did Christmas movie, but of the things that came on TV during our era, what's your favorite Christmas cartoon, whatever, uh, claymation, whatever it is? What's your favorite Christmas special? Good deal. All right, we'll make that happen next week. Thank y'all out there for listening. Fellas, as always, it was a blast. And uh, this episode of Lyle's Movie Files has been filed. Bam. <laughs>